Boom. Hello and welcome to the Protector Nation podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to making the world a better place, making the world a safer place by making good people dangerous. In this podcast, we're going to study and understand what it takes to protect, to protect your family, to protect your loved ones, because we all know that you have a few basic needs, food, water, and shelter, but you also have the need to protect those things. In a world and society where evil runs rampant and is sometimes left unchecked, learning how to protect yourselves and your loved ones is becoming more and more important. And so we strive to raise the level of accountability to those who would do evil on this planet by making sure that the sheep, that the flock, is more well-versed in protecting themselves and their loved ones. If that sounds interesting to you, then sit back and enjoy the show. Out. Boom! What's going on, you guys? Byron Rogers here with another episode uh, of the Protector Podcast. I've got an honored guest here, Trong Nguyen of We Go Home. What's up, brother? Brian, Byron, I appreciate you, man. This is a long time coming. I know we talked about this, discussed right? this on our trip. Finally get together and do this. I'm, I'm super excited, dude. Yeah, man. No, 100%. I've always I've been watching your content and really the values, man, like the values I've really been digging that you stand for. Um, you know, when I read the stuff that's on your guys' memes and, and and everything else, that's what I've really been digging, man. So it's it's finally an honor to catch up. And then I know we bounced off each other at SHOT Show here and there. And then we finally on this last op, we're like, yo, let's do this. So it's exciting. And then you've got something else you're going to talk about later on. But you got that new uh, pre-workout that's coming out, man. Yeah, super excited about that, man. Heck yeah, Super, man. super excited. It looks so cool. Like, <laughs> when I saw the packaging, I was like, heck yeah. Yeah, there's nothing out there like that. So we're, we, we are the first to do such a label like that. It's paying homage to dudes in the military, dudes, you know, female to males, law enforcement, and whatnot, first responders, paying homage to them. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll get and, to touch about that later. Yeah, man, for sure. You know, we know what we need when we're about to do the deed too, you know? So that's, that's why I really like to see stuff come out of that veteran operator camp, you know, it's like, we know yep. exactly. so I guess let's dig into it, man. You know, the first question I like to kick off everything with is who's the man behind the work? You know, who are you at your core? Yeah, man. So, you know, my name is Trung Nguyen. I, I was an immigrant, fled a war-torn country in Vietnam. We escaped a communist regime that was oppressing their people. Obviously, you guys knew about the whole Vietnam War and whatnot, and uh, just trying to find a better life for our family, because I we knew at that time that Vietnam was not the place, you know, with, with everything going on. So my mom had the courage, who I looked up to greatly and, and, and get inspiration from still to this day, she took she took me, my two older sisters, to uh, the United States, and she literally left with ten dollars to her name. Nobody, she didn't know anybody in the United States, and she said, "Let's go," you know, because the American dream, man. Come over here, land of the free, you know, yeah. you know, whatever you're seeking, whatever you want to do in life, you know. She she bought into that, which is true. So. Yeah. I came here and, you know, I grew up in the hood. I grew up in uptown of Chicago around uh, Sunnyside and Clarendon, which is totally freaking crazy, man. Uh, in the you 90s. Know, in itself. No. Yeah, man. You know, because when we get here, they, they didn't uh, put us in a nice area. We lived in a Section 8 home. You know, my mom was on food stamps because, you know, right away, boom, she got there. We, we were placed there. She went to work that next week. So she was out there working. My wow. sister was taking care of me. Yeah. yeah. And grew up wearing girl clothes, freaking. I mean, we lived back in the middle of like a war. The Latin Kings, the Vice Lords, Four Corner Hustlers, and two blocks down uh, north is the uh, Gangster Disciples. And they were going at it, man. These are all like black gangs. Latino gangs is the Latin Kings, you know, black yeah. gangs and GDs, you know, the so Four Corner Hustlers were black gangs. So. Did you have any, like, I don't know, Asians to like blend in with, or do you? <laughs> Dude, we were in a big uh, mixing pot you okay. know, of where I live. So I had like Hispanic friends, I had black friends, it's all right. I hung out with, you yeah. know? So we were, dude, we were just, you know, trying to get, you have to learn street smarts right away. Yeah, so man. I grew up, I grew up in that and, you know, hung out with the wrong crowd for a little bit because, mm -hmm. you know, I was looking for a father figure and, you know, it was easily influenced because I didn't know any better. and. Mm -hmm. growing up doing that and meeting a, a police officer on the streets 
when I was playing ball, he came up to me and my friends like, Hey, you know, I'm officer such and such. This is the area I patrol. If you ever need anything, let me know. Here's my business card. So to me, I was like, well, man, this, I don't even know this guy. Right. And he's like helping me. And that kind of set me up for what I, I was planning to do in the future. Cause that right there inspired me. Like this dude took his time out to say what's up to us. And I greatly appreciate that he did that. And I, I took inspiration like that. This is something I probably want to do later on, you know? So I, I looked in the mirror and I told myself, cause you, Byron, you know, as much motivation as anybody else can spit, right? The David Goggins, the, the Jocko Willings, the you, anybody, it's up to us to make the change, right? <laughs> so, I, so I looked in the mirror and I told myself, I'm sick and tired of this life I'm living. I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to, I don't want to walk, continually walk down this path and hang out with the wrong crowd and mm. do like stupid stuff that yeah. eventually lead me nowhere. So yeah. I looked in the mirror, I got sick and tired. It's like, all right, you're going to get your shit together. Yeah. So I went, so I went to school, got good grades. And, you know, after nine 11 kicked off, I was like, dude, you know, I, I wanted to fight for my country. So I decided I was going to enlist and go to war. And I did a lot of research. I'm like, man, what unit can I get, get into the mix with as quickly as possible? And I started, and I ran across uh, the Rangers because my mom's friend, son was a uh, first Lieutenant who went to Ranger school. So she sent a VHS tape to my mom saying, Hey, my son just graduated Ranger school. Check this out. And I popped in. I was like, Oh my God, that's what I want to do. Yeah. So I, right away, I, yeah. Dude, so right away, I did research, you know, as much as I could through, uh, you know, the internet at that time. It wasn't as, uh, the wealth of knowledge wasn't as much as it is now. But, you know, you, if you want something, if there's a will, there's a way. So I just started doing research on Army Rangers, read up on their lineage, read up on their history. I was like, yeah, this is something, this is a unit I would love to be a part of and try out for. So that's what I did. I didn't even tell my mom. My yeah. mom, was, she, she's a type of typical Asian mom where she's like, oh man, you know, I want you to be a doctor, a pharmacist, a lawyer, you know? Like, <laughs> so I, so what I did was I was 18 at the time. I snuck, I snuck away and I, I signed the contract without yeah. her permission. And uh, a month prior to uh, shipping out, I, I, I took her out to dinner, the family out to dinner. I sat her down and I was like, mom, I, I want to tell you something. And she's like, what? Cause I, was, I brought my girlfriend she's, at the time. She's like, what? She's pregnant. I'm like, no, yeah, she's bracing for impact. You know, she's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I told her I, I enlist, I listened to the military and man, in the beginning, she didn't take it well, you know, yeah. obviously cause I'm, I'm her boy. She's like, oh, she's just bawling, crying, like, what are you doing? You're gonna get stuff killed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then, you know, I, I educated her, let her know what's up. Mm -hmm. And after that, you know, I, I went and, and, when I graduated and whatnot, she was very proud of what I did and she's still proud to tell her friends to this day, you know? Mm -hmm. So long story short, went to the regiment, served in the regiment, went to war, uh, saved in, served in a same platoon as uh, Vincent, Vincent Vargas, uh, Matt Bass from Black Rifle Coffee. We all served in the same platoon, yeah, same company. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> man. So first, uh, first uh, Alpha Company, first platoon, Bad Mothers. Yeah. So we did that. I, I, uh, I did that for a little bit and you know, things happened that required me to come back home. So I didn't re-enlist. And mm. at that time I realized like, Hey man, this is time for me to pursue my other dream was to become a police officer, which yeah. I did. And I, I joined the police force and I worked for three separate departments, an Illinois department, uh, suburban went to LAPD for two years. That was a lot of fun. I wanted to stay out there cause I wanted to join LAPD SWAT. That was my dream. After I saw the movie SWAT, Remember well, that movie? Uh, <laughs> that they cost. Like, yeah, man, with Joy Freaking D team, you know. So I went out there and video. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. So I went out there and I did my thing. Uh, graduated top of my class, uh, number one recruit, and got a bunch of awards. Same thing with my other department. And uh, my mom got old, man, and she needed help. She was so I decided the best thing for me to do is move back home and take care of her. So I left LAPD and I went back home. And that's, I've, I've been working for Chicago PD ever since uh, on on the full-time SWAT team right now for about four years now, going on five. So that's what I've been doing. Heck yeah, bro. That's awesome. You said so much good stuff in there, dude. Like, yeah. like we we're talking, there's so much good stuff in there and definitely some commonalities, man. When I told my parents, yeah. like when, my, when my mom and dad were in the same room for like the first time in my entire life, because they came to my high school graduation, I tried to tell them about my Marine Corps thing, my Marine Corps idea, and I found myself dangling off the balcony. You know, my my dad yeah. is like, you know, he's like, hey, that's awesome. You know, he's like, why are you not scared? And I remember looking up at him and going, 
either you're going to drop me off the balcony or I'm enjoying the Marine Corps. <laughs> and he was like, all right, all right. He was nice. like, yeah, he's like, just don't die, which that came full circle when I thought I was dying out there. But yeah, man, you know, and I went and did the same thing. I went and stole what well, my mom took my passport. I got my own passport made on the side, went and got it done, man. When you, when you got a dream, you got to fight for it, you know, and it's not going to be a vision that everybody else is going to see. You have to fight for that thing. It's almost like your religion. You know what I mean? It's like something you believe in that ain't real. I mean, that, that isn't here yet. <laughs> that yep. you, create, you know, um, yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's uh, people got to realize that, you know, a lot of things you want to do in this life, the hardest things, the things that you think are impossible, it start all starts with a dream. Yeah. It, you know, it's up to you. Either you can keep it a dream yeah, or you can make it a reality. You know, I, I always tell people that make it a reality. Life is too short. Go yeah. pursue your dream, no matter how big or how impossible it may seem. At least, even if you do fail, you learn, and at least you tried. Instead of going through your life, living an average life of comfort, then one day when you're in your deathbed, you're like, damn, I, I wonder how my life would have been if I made that decision. You know, and that's the, that's the one thing that you should never live with is uh, what ifs, right? So. 100%, man. I couldn't agree more. That's what life's all about, in my opinion. Oh, dude. And uh, what, what else did you say, man? You have to make a change. You mentioned that. We, we just talked yep. about that. And then also, yep. I want to highlight the power of, you know, strong men in your life that guided you on your path. You mentioned two yep. of them. You know, yep. uh, that officer that just came up and said, hey, I'm officer such and such. You need anything. Yep. Holler at me. Like, that was impactful. The ripples yep. that that has had through you yep. and other people that we don't even, that aren't even on this show, man, I, for all the guys out there and just for all the people out there, you know, like you guys got to think about doing these positive little things, you know, being a strong person, standing for something, being willing to help somebody, this stuff, oh, yeah. impacts humanity. Yep. <laughs> 100%. Even in the, like in the Marine Corps, you got some NCOs you probably looked up to. I had NCOs growing up, grew up in the battalion that I looked up to that molded me into the man I am today, you know? And those impacts makes a huge difference. Like you said, firing, it's like that ripple effect. You, you drop that pebble in that pond and that it's going to affect one person. That person is going to affect another person. It's going to continue. Yeah. So positivity, I think it's, it's a wonderful thing. And I think our, our, our society and our world now needs more of that than anything else, man. Yeah, dude. So, 100%. Yeah. Especially those youths, man. They're looking for like an archetype. They're looking for like an avatar, like a man, like, what kind of man do I want to be like that yeah. I could respect one day, you know, and you saw that in your, the Ranger relative that you had, you know, you saw that yep. in the man that came in and helped you. And I yep. think especially men and women nowadays, because both of them are being targeted, I think by a lot of the messaging that's out there, you know, um, there's a lot of toxic feminine icons that are being elevated. There's a lot of yeah. men that are being chopped out at the knees for just being yep. masculine. You know, so it's like, hey, guys, like, ah, man, let's let's be strong and let's be competent. Let's be good so that our generation can look up to us and we can have a decent world. We get oh, <laughs> it's, it's powerful. One hundred one one hundred percent, man. All right, we we didn't we didn't come this far. America didn't come this far. And, and all the trials and tribulations right. from weak men or weak personalities. Think of all the studs from World War Two, World War One, you know, all, all those guys who who went out there and did their deed, man. And, and history is something we cannot erase. It's very important. It's, it's, it's what our foundation of our country and, 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 and it'll be, it'll help elevate our society to keep it going and not getting crushed over yep. some bullshit. So. Yeah, real talk, man. And the other thing I'll say too, man, when you're getting ready to go into the belly of the beast, ain't nothing better than knowing when, you know, those NCOs or those, you know, whoever your sergeant was or whoever was at that, yeah. Knowing that those strong men were leading that charge and going with you those few times, those first few times, they were like rocks, man. They gave you someone to be like, all right, we're going in, but I got I got strong people who've been here before to face these things with. And it, it means a lot, man. It means a whole lot. Oh, yeah. 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 When we were like landing, like landing on the X, you know, getting yeah. ready to hit, get, hit that house. And, you know, I remember my first hit, I was like, my God, like this is real. I'm here. I'm, I'm in Mosul, Iraq you know, 2004, 2005, and we're about to do this. And but a calm, a calm set over me yeah. from all that, tra all that training that I've experienced and, and seen firsthand by all these studs. I'm like, dude, all right, man, we're, I'm ready for this, man. You know, this is, this is something I prepared for. And, and, and these guys are studs and, and yeah, we're going to go through the store and let's do this. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. 
I think there's nothing. This is the rabbit hole is great, man. But I think there's nothing. There are a few things as valuable as knowing that you're riding into, you know, you're riding into the chaos, into that battle with with a pack of competent dudes that are willing to go 100% with you, man. That's oh, just yeah. Feelings ever. <laughs> you oh, know? my God. Oh, well, yeah, dude, like, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. When I, when I finished my, uh, you know, rip at the time and I came to battalion, I thought I was a stud. Right. Then I got crushed real quick. You know, it, it just humbles yeah. you, but in a good way. And these guys, a lot, a lot of these guys are who were there already got like four tours underneath their belt, you know, yeah. to, to Afghanistan, to Iraq. Cause people don't realize uh, in the regiment, we don't, we don't uh, operate a year to a year long tour. We operate three months to five months at a time. So we go out there, we do our shit. We come back, we go on leave for a couple of weeks. We then prep up again. They hit, go hit back out there. And it's this constant rotation. So it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty fast. It's a very, very fast unit. No, that's what's up, man. Real quick, man. This uh, poster behind you, hard work is yeah. not, man. That, I can hit that, man. That, that, I can yeah. start preaching on that. But what's what does that mean to you, man? Dude, so this is obviously Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And I, I, I respect the man so much. You know, he has swag. He, he has the work ethic. He has everything. You know, mm -hmm. people got to me, when you look at that, it's like hard work is not enough. What it, what it means to me is like, Hey man, you could try to be here and grind it day in, day out, but yeah. you, you need more than that, man. It's not just, you know, putting in the hours, man, you know, yeah. you got to put in like your heart, you have to everything, your heart, your soul, your everything, yeah. you know, yeah. you can't just, cause the guy who can show up to work and do a little bit of overtime compared to you doing overtime, showing up to work, doing more on the side, uh, hustling, always constantly thinking, always thinking about the next step you know, <laughs> developing and, 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 and just like, it's like a chess game. So to me, hard work. Yeah, man, it's not enough. You want to be successful. You want to be the top 1%. You want to be with, with the best. You better fucking give everything you got. <laughs> everything. Dude, yeah, man. Everything. Put like, it all on the line every single fucking time, man, regardless. Yeah, so uh, so I look at that every day in my office. It reminds me like, dude, you know, I'm, this is nothing, you know, we gotta, you gotta put more, you gotta put more, you gotta put more. So yeah, that's, that's, so that's good, something man. I look at. Yep. That's the, that's the, that's the magic beans, man. That reminds yep. me of my, my father, you know, he's a real successful businessman in the Bahamas. Right. And don't get it twisted. He was like, you're going to work for every single thing you get, son. Don't even, <laughs> I was like, dad, can yeah, I have yeah. a video game for, for, for yeah. Christmas? And he's like, I'm gonna get you a computer to do your homework. I'm like, All right. <laughs> like that's how he was, yeah. but yep. you know, he, uh, he used to always say, man, he'd be like, you've got to be smart, son. He's like, you got to yeah. be smart, son. And he would just repeat it three times. He'd be like, you know, you want to, he was like, you don't got to die to go to hell. He's like, if you're an uneducated black man in America, you're already in hell. And he would say, yeah. you know, and for me, that means like, if you really want to be successful, hard work is the beginning. Some people say uh, consistency is the key to success. I say, no, it's not. It's part of it. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's the opening for learning, but yep. you have to evolve you intelligently. Otherwise, you're going to oh. be tired. Yeah. Yeah. Weaker versions of yourself constantly. Yep. Otherwise, yep. you will die tired and you will yep. not make it. You have to yep. be humble. And that and yep. that's the process of evolution, yep. man. Yeah. Being does. humble. Yeah, man. Discipline. Yeah, man. Hard work. Yeah. Persistence. Facing your fears. Facing your fears. You know, <laughs> you know uh, coming to anything with your cup empty, not full, because you don't know, because you're you a fool if you think you're doing something or you're going somewhere and, and you know it all, because I guarantee you don't know. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the smartest. And I'm okay with that. Right. And I'm willing to learn every single time. And I'm willing to have guys join my team who are that much better than me. And, and I would gladly put them on the pedestal. Because yeah. my ego is like, because yeah. to me, you know, yeah, the no ego thing too. So yeah, man, it's about getting better. That's that's the, oh, that's one hundred percent. When you start falling in love with that, that's yeah. when that's when the magic starts happening, man. I oh think. yeah, and it's not it's not one one thing I would tell you, uh, the, your followers and everything. You know, getting better doesn't mean uh, you of uh, you know uh, I want to be better than this guy, this guy. It's fine to think that way. Be a better version of yourself every single day. That's where the true key is. The true the true fight is from within. If you conquer within, everything else is an easy day, man. That's the most battle that anybody goes through. You get, Byron probably goes through it. I still go through it. 
You know, we always have, we all have our inner demons that we battle constantly every day. And if you conquer your inner demons, dude, fucking space is the limit, you know? So, yeah. yeah. No, I said something this morning. We were talking, I was talking about working out and I was like, people think this is about being physically strong. I'm like, half of this working out here is about me teaching myself I'm capable, I can. And it's about getting the strength, the internal strength to be able to, do the things I know I'm supposed to do today. I need to prove yep. my, I need confidence. Confidence comes from yep. experience with myself, you yeah. know? So I hit those Absolutely. weights myself like, hey, dude, you're, you're strong enough. You got to go face these other dragons that are waiting for you. The working out's the easy part. No, it's, yeah. It's in here in my heart and my mind that needs yep. to be able to yep. say, I'm going to hit this next door as hard as I can and come what may, you know? Um, oh, yeah. That's good stuff, man. I love it. What would you say is your biggest was your biggest takeaway um, from your time with the special forces? What did that teach you? Uh, humility, gratitude, mm-hmm. more than anything. Seeing how uh, other countries live, uh, how they are uh, being oppressed, how uh, you know how we we are so lucky as a nation to have what we have yes. every day. You know, think about it. I signed up to be a ranger. No one forced me. No one forced me in the army. No one forced me to be a police officer. No one forced me to do the things I did. I chose this life. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of America. And that's the one thing that the military has taught me is gratitude, Mm -hmm. discipline, you know, knowing that, Hey, freaking, this might seem tough. Oh, I got to go on this. We got to do this freaking hop. We just did CQB all fucking day in Yakima. Yeah. <laughs> from, from from dusk to dawn, had mm-hmm. then we finally got to eat. Okay, guys, you got 30 minutes to sleep if you want to sleep. Yeah. Then we're doing this uh, hump to our, our to our stress shoot. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that you that taught me is like it's not that bad. Nope. It's like these things, that. No, no. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's all mindset. So that's the one thing the military taught me is mindset is everything. You, yeah. you, you have the correct mindset. You will be successful in life. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't think, don't take a, 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 a uh, obstacle as it's impossible. It's not. Everything yeah. is man-made. Every single person who's successful, every, everybody who earned their SF, uh, SF uh, long tab, uh, Ranger Regiment, uh, Dev Group, uh, SEAL Team, whatever, PJs, uh, what, Marine Corps, all that, uh, multi-millionaire. It's all starts from here, right? It's the mind. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you have that mindset and you realize that, hey, I am really the, in control of everything. Yeah. That's, and, and, and that's what the military taught me is that mindset that yeah. no matter what it is, get after it. So 100% or die trying. And it's a good. No, death. fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, 100%, dude. <laughs> I, 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 rather die, I rather die doing what I love than you know, live my life till I'm only gray and, and full of regrets. And that's yeah. the God honest truth. That's the one thing that's guaranteed is death, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you, you going to do with the small time we have on this earth? And it's mm-hmm. up to you, you know? So that's good stuff, man. I just, yeah. I, I, I hope that military folks never forget that, man. You yeah. Know I mean? So important. Yeah. We've been through the stuff, at least in the grunts that we've been through. It's like, yeah. I'm not wet. I'm not cold. I'm not tired. Yeah. And I just yeah. need, you know, I got to try not to be fat. I'm warm. I got a warm body next to me in bed. Like, yep. freaking put yeah. out, man. put out the way yep. you put when you were working for Uncle Sam. Yeah. Yep. Win the battle in your life. Find your new fight. Yep. That's even stuff. harder. Yeah. Even, even harder. harder. Because now it's your fight. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, dude, <laughs> even harder, man. Like I come out here now. I, I, I'm giving way. I'm not saying I, I haven't. I didn't give 110 percent when I was in a regiment, but I'm giving it even harder now. You know, yeah. to me, that mindset, I, I, I pass it over. I didn't let that die. I don't want to be that dude who, who you see, like, like, for example, like, you know, that high school jockey who was a, on a varsity team who's yeah. in his 40s and 30s and still wearing his leather jacket and talking about the old times, the good old times. Oh, yeah, I used to do this. And he's like fat, out of shape and whatever. I don't want to be that person. You know, yeah. I, I, we got indoctrinated in that, in that lifestyle. And, 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 and not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live that lifestyle until the day I die. 100%. Because Cause that's me. That's who I am to, to the, the fucking tip is that that's the person I am. And I, and, and I want to help as many people as I can. So how am I going to help others? 
if I don't take care of myself and, and be a, a person of somebody who can, they can look up to or be like, Hey man, that's somebody I want to inspire to be, you know, because what, what is life? What is life? Yeah. Money's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But to me, that's not about the, that's not about the money. It's how many lives can I affect? And, I, and from that, they're going to affect other people's Like We just talked about that, the whole ripple thing. So that's what keeps me going, dude. 100%. That's, what, that's what keeps, yeah. I dig it. What have you learned from your time with SWAT, man? Oh, man. There's some <laughs> evil fuckers out there, dude. <laughs> uh, how like, black you know, humanity, how yeah. dark humanity really can be. Yeah. Not only how dark humanity can be, but how good humanity can be also. That's and now I'm not even I'm not even going to just talk about SWAT. I'm talking about just talk about police in general. Mm-hmm. I served it. I served in a law law enforcement capacity for almost 14 years now, mm-hmm. right? Spanning from three separate departments, dealing with thousands of calls from my days in patrol to my days on the team now. Yeah. And I've seen some heroic stuff that these men and women out there that go out and do daily that put their foot in front of the other to save a stranger's life, to answer that call, to do what they need to do, to take care of other people before themselves work countless hours, you know, and, and, and I, I got to see that firsthand. And it, it was just amazing how like, uh, you know, it's like you're called to do something greater yeah. and those men and women did. And don't get me wrong. Not everybody is perfect. Right we're all human beings, right? And, yeah. and it goes for every single job. Are there lazy cops? Absolutely. Are there cops that don't do the right thing? Absolutely. Are there cops that do the right thing? Absolutely. And I can guarantee you there's more uh, cops that do the right thing than do the wrong thing. And that's 100%. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's what it taught me, man. It taught me like, dude, humanity, you know, does evil things at times, but there's good men and women that step up to, to, to battle that and, and that's the one thing that people got to realize the day that evil is going to win is when good people do nothing and, and you don't you, and you don't and you don't want that man you don't want that 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 chaos to take over your life you know right now you're living a good life you sleep at night in your yeah. bed you lay your head down you have no worries because i promise you there's people out there right now answering that call doing their work do, going to those shots fired calls going to that sexual assault calls going going through you know anything to do, to do the right thing to save people's lives and, and to make sure that you're safe so that you can be able to pursue your life and liberty and whatnot. So that's what it taught me. Awesome. It's a huge advantage that those of us who've been in these types of jobs have is to have seen how bad yeah. things can be without good forces being formidable enough to stop evil. You know, yes. enough just to be good. You have to be good. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be formidable. You gotta be able to fight the dragons. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fighting your own dragon within and training and all the things we talk about, but yeah, man, that's one of the huge advantages I think that uh, combat uh, centric jobs in our world have. Is like, you know, we know how bad things can get if they're yeah. if chaos is allowed to reign, man. It's uh, yeah. huge. Yeah, I, you know, I, I just want to touch on something slight too. This this profession, being in the military, before all that, we were we're, we're from the community. Yeah. We're human beings. I'm a, you know, I'm just a regular dude from the streets of Chicago that I grew up. Then yeah. I just decided to raise my right hand to do these, uh, to do this profession that I chose. I wasn't being down from space. You know, I'm not a rope. So I think, I think that's where people get lost in, in society now that they think like uh, police officers or whatnot are like robots. You know, they're, they're from another planet. And you can't, they, you can't come up and talk to them. They're human beings. They're your mothers, brothers, sisters, cousins, friends. Mm-hmm. They just chose to do this profession. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to. Right. They didn't have to think of like you think this this job is not easy, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like out there right now, it's not. It's not. It's not an easy profession. And for people to think it's an easy profession, I I, I dare them to go to your police, uh, um, you know, those police academies where they allow the public to go and try out, go through scenarios, go through yeah. a no shoot and shoot scenarios with a, with a blue sim pistol, and yeah. and let's see how you deal under stress yeah. with a millisecond. Yep. To, to make a split second decision to shoot, no shoot, um, uh, use cut, whatever force, taser, yep. a pepper spray, take down, do a, you have to think of all that in a split second of what to do. And, you know, it's easy to sit back and watch the video. I'm like, oh, 
Why didn't that officer shoot him? It's like, oh, I, I would have done this. I would have done that. Yeah. It's easy for you to say that when you're sitting in your comfortable home, watching this video over and over. I guarantee you, once you go and we're human beings, we have a, something called fight or flight mentality. Yeah. Let's see if you freeze up. Let's see if you can do go on your Rotodex and make the right decision and make the right tactical decision, make the right decision out there. And you know what? And, and, that's all I got to say about that, man. <laughs> I just wanted to touch on that. And that's one of the things I think we face with current culture in the public is yeah. these people are acting like they can judge or like they're specialists when they have zero understanding about tactics yeah. and what it takes to make the right decision. So you can have a video where a cop or a law enforcement professional makes the right decision. And if the media puts the video out in the wrong light, everybody thinks that the dude did the yeah. wrong thing. They don't understand. Yo, when someone yeah. has a knife, you need to address that with lethal force. Like this is yep. just what you do, you know? Yep. And, and and that was a, that those things, that's a tactically sound decision. But since no one knows any better, they're like, yo, well, how come he didn't, you know, put a, put her in an arm bar or shoot him with the taser and all this stuff. And it's like, you, you don't know what you don't know, you know? And yeah. so I think it's a huge problem with the, the public, you know, being able to judge after the fact and think that they're right about things when they have no yeah. training and no competence yeah. in this, so, this is like what Andy Frisella says. Do yeah. your own damn fucking research. Yeah. All, everything, instead right. of just watching what the media puts out to you, once you take a yeah. step back and be like, okay, this is what they're saying. There's always two sides to a story. Then there's right. the middle that meets, right? Do your yeah. own research. If you're curious of the use of force of your police department, I guarantee you if you type in such and such police department use of force policy chart, boom, it'll pop up from A to Z. Offender does this, officers can do this. Offender does this, officer can do this. Offender does this, officers can do this. And it's listed out and you can find everything on the internet if you just take the time to do the research, to find out your own facts, not just uh, listen and spew what the media has to say. Because think about what they're doing right now. I think we're living in a time where they want to freaking divide and conquer. And they're doing a great job. Because the United States, what what's what, what one of the things that we say in the United States? United we stand, divided we fall. Yeah. Right now we are so divided and we shouldn't be. You right. know, we should be one. We're all brothers and sisters. I see you as a brother. I don't see you when I look at you, Brian, I don't see you as your skin color. Right. You know, or or when I'm on the streets and I'm getting ready to pull somebody over, yeah. I don't be like, oh, he's green. Okay, that's the reason I'm no, I'm stopping you because of your actions. You're yeah. causing me to pull you over because of you've done something or I'm here on this call because somebody calls and I'm here. Right. I, I'm here because, you know, to, to, to do my job. You know, I just didn't want to show up to somebody. I didn't just knock on somebody else. Like, hey, Jane, uh, can I come in? You know, let me see if there's any crime going on. That's not how that's not how things work. So. Mm -hmm. No, I dig it, man. And that's what we need to get back to, man. And even. Uh, you know, being judged on the content of your character is really where it's at, man. That's 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 what we need to get back to, and it's just unity over everything, man. We're all it's all it's all about humanity. Yeah. We but, we need to be unified more than ever now. Or are we going to lose our our country? We're going to literally lose we're gonna, all. We're, we're yeah. going to lose our country, and and trust me, you you think people fleeing here from other countries because they, they didn't they don't think the United States is the greatest country in the world mm -hmm. when when Hong Kong was trying to fight for their democracy. You know what they were waving? United States of America flags. They were singing our national anthem. When wow. people are here, they, they live so good. They're, they're so used to all this liberty. They're burning the flag. They're stepping, oh, this country sucks. You don't know a suck country. Yeah. Go what? into a communist country, all right? You have no rights. There's a, there's, there's a famous photo in Vietnam. This mm -hmm. dude committed a crime, whatever the crime is for that, uh, uh, you know, and he was brought into the court of law and his mouth was taped, right? What does that tell you? He has no say. Wow. You, if you're ever arrested in Vietnam, yeah. right? They, 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 there's no set time for you to be let out. They can keep your ass in there for as long as they like. If you're an asshole, they'll keep you in there for months. Even for like a little petty crime and you have no say because that's the communist regime. So people... Our country is the greatest country in the world. I don't give a shit when anybody says, I'm living proof, you're living proof of it. Yeah. I'm an immigrant. I came here. I'm living an American dream right now. You know, 
Mm-hmm. So, no, 100%, man. And so, people yeah. don't, don't know. What is it, like 10% of Americans even have passports? Like, if you haven't been out of this country, you don't get to say. You have no idea how good this stuff is, man. Oh, and dude. Me, like, I'm, I was born in the Bahamas, you know? And like, yeah, it's yeah. a vacation destination but you go off yep. the reservation it's like a third world country and it's a whole nother ball game and then getting to see yeah. iraq and then you know like i've been all around the world many times it's like man you don't know what you don't know it's like that rich kid that thinks they have it hard because they didn't get like that well, oh dude birthday and it's like oh, yeah god bless you god bless you man i don't want you to learn the hard way you know yo yeah man any advice for people considering a career in law enforcement these days <laughs> oh man, it's uh, it's a different animal. I uh, yeah. see you're 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 under the microscope now more than ever. Yeah, you're going to be judged everything you do, uh, but it is an honorable profession. Mm-hmm. Trust me, trust me on that. There's uh, you you run to like the one of the you meet some of the greatest peoples out there, and you get to do things that are not the norm. You know, every day is going to be different. You're not yeah. going to know what's going to be uh, ahead of you. When you leave that door, you might not come back. Obviously, it's the it's the name of the game, but it's an honorable profession. You you'll be, you'll you'll save lives. You know, uh, you you'll you'll do what you you that you set out to do in that in that career field, uh, enforcing the law the correct way, the right way. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just know what you're getting into now. It's 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 it's, but it is an honorable pro- uh, profession, and I I would highly recommend anybody who's seeking to make a difference to go out there and do it. You know. And, and it's it's with some of the rewards you get from like helping people. You you won't ever get that feeling just doing an office shop. So yeah, no, one hundred percent, awesome man. Intangible benefits are huge. Uh, yep. but you, you got to be careful. You got to do it right. What makes a good SWAT officer? Uh, a forward thinker, mm-hmm. somebody who understands that uh, you know it's it's a bigger it's a bigger spectrum than just shooting guns and working out. You know, you got to be a thinker. You gotta, you gotta know your tactics. You, you gotta be able to work in a team environment. You gotta be able to uh, adapt to any situation. Uh, think two steps ahead of, of, of something that you're, you're gonna be uh, thrust upon. Uh, maybe a, a hostage situation that you're out the door and then maybe you're, you're, you're first on scene with your partners, with your teammate of five, and you gotta, gotta get ready to do emergency assault. You gotta think ahead and, and be able to see the broad spectrum of the the job you know it's just hard we're being a SWAT officer you got to be a hard worker you you got to you got to have come to the job with your uh, uh, cup empty be willing to learn and know that you know, it's not it's not going to be an easy field but if you put in the work you're it's going to be a rewarding field so awesome no that's good stuff man what would you say is the hardest lesson you've learned in the field doing this work man the hardest lessons I you know I you can't save everybody, man. As much as you want to, you, you can't. And I think that's one of the hardest lessons I, I, I have to come back and, you know, cause there are nights when I lay in my bed and I, I think about, man, if I, if I went there a split second quicker, maybe I could have saved that little girl's life or, you know, or if I did this, maybe the outcome would have been different, you know? Um, that's one of the hardest lessons. Like, Hey, some things are out of your hand, you know, as long as you put your best foot forward and you give it your all, that's, you don't dwell on things you you have no control over. So I think that's one of the hardest lessons that I learned. That you know, and that that that, that is a snowball effect. You see that not only in, in law enforcement, you see in the military. Like if you keep yeah. that balled up, and you and you go to like you know, and you turn to alcohol, you turn to stuff like that. You know, and there's unfortunately officers and and and, and people in the military that commit suicide. Yeah, they take their own. They take their own lives because you know people think, oh, if you're doing this profession, you're you're a strong individual. Yeah, to a certain point. Right. But we're all human beings, right? Yeah. So you find a find a uh, an outlet. You know, yeah. have somebody. There's people out there that you can talk to. So that's that's the one thing that I want to pass on, and that's a, a one of the hard lessons that I've learned to overcome. Yeah. That there's so always somebody out there that I I'm able to talk to to get this off my chest, so that I don't keep this balled up. And it keeps building and building and building and, and you know, turning to something worse. So, yeah, no, 100%, man, that's good stuff. Um, and I know, so I know with your job, you're constantly, like you mentioned, writing those blank checks. You know, when you lace up those shoes for the day, yep. you write a blank check and you might have to cash it that day. You don't know. And when you go on calls, you're writing into potential combat. And 
I know fear yep. I do some part of that, or at least at the beginning was, how do you deal with fear and what's your mindset as you go into a possible combat situation? What's that like? You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. And I, in the beginning, I hated fear. Yeah. You know, that feeling, right? Then after experience and after, uh, really through experience, I, I learned to love fear. To yeah. me, fear, fear is going to keep you alive. The yeah. day that you don't have, the day that you don't have fear, you, you're not scared. That's the day that, dude, Dude, you're, you're, you're going to get your shit handed to you. Dangerous. Fear is going to keep you on your toes. Mute yep. fear to your advantage. Don't don't take fear as something negative. I, I turn fear from negativity to positivity yep. because fear is going to keep me uh, physically fit. Yep. Fear is going to keep me mentally sharp and honing my skills, be it dry firing uh, on my own, uh, taking a course, outside courses, uh, yep. continually um, bettering myself any way I can. So that's how, that's how I, I see fear in the beginning. I took it like, Oh my God, I hate this feeling. It's, you know, this feeling of fear. Uh, this, you know, I don't like it. Or what am I a bitch? You know, but then I realized, no, fear, fear is good. You want fear. Keep fear. Keep fear is your best friend. Yeah. Your fear is going to keep you alive, dude. So. hundred percent. No, I, I, I love that. That's how I look at it too, man. I stay yeah. into if I'm not feeling fear. Yeah. Um, outside of the operational side, even in my own personal life, if I'm not doing something that's got me a little bit afraid and I'm not yeah. doing anything at all. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. You know? And it's yeah. I'm motivated and the humans, I believe, are more motivated by fear than they are by pleasure. I learn more from pain than I have. One, 100%. You I'm hit the nail right in the head. Use fear to your advantage. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever steer away from fear. Yep. Embrace it. Know that it's going to make you a better uh, person in whatever field that you're going to do and, yeah. and just get after it after it. Cause every day we train, I'm running from a stupid version of me. I'm running from a fatter version of me. I'm running from oh, yeah. a yeah. dishonorable version of myself. Like you're yep. letting my people down my tribe. Yep. Like you know, this yep. stuff is, is, is gas, man. And hundred percent. Yeah. Community country, yeah. you know, all that family, like you said, all that. So yeah, yeah. use it, embrace <laughs> it. Enjoy it. Love it. Don't see it as something negative. Absolutely not. 100%, man. That's 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 the integration of everything. Not running from anything you experienced, but integrating it all as fuel. The fear, the yep. faith, all of it. I love that, man. What would you say uh, proudest moments in the field, man? Proudest things um, that have come from your work that you're excited about? That have uh, hearing this, Just hearing th the thank from the community. And from people who are uh, for the country, to me, that's that's the proudest moment that I'm able to know that I'm, I went out there, I made a difference, took that girl, maybe taking that little girl out from from her family who she was sexually assaulted, uh, helping uh, a female who's been uh, brutally beaten by her boyfriend or husband, taking them away from that domestic situation, uh, being able to stop a shooting because I got a gun off the street, uh, taking drugs off the street that it could have caused more harm to a community, you know, stuff like that. You know, serving a warrant that that taking a, taking a homicide offender off the street so that that he won't commit that crime anymore. To me, that those is an accumulation of the proudest moments of me serving or over or overseas doing what I need to do, getting these you know terrorists off from this earth so that yeah. they won't you know do things to the United States or other countries anymore. So those are the proudest moments to me, making a difference in somebody's life as little as or as big as they, uh, it may seem. So it's crazy, man, because you're obviously a warrior and, I, and I, I do these interviews and stuff. And I just find that the ultimate being a warrior, some people from the outside looking in, I think they think it's about being tough and being dangerous and all this, but ultimately, man, it culminates into being a servant, you know, like serving your community, you know, serving those mm. people mentioned and being competent and capable yeah. enough yeah. to be, do that and formidable enough to do that, man. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it totally is. Yeah, man. We go home. What does that mean? Uh, what does that slogan mean to you guys, man? I see uh, that. Oh, uh, I love it, man. It's a cult of cultivating a, from my whole time in the military and my time in law enforcement. You know, I've, I've lost friends in the military. I've lost friends in law enforcement. I understand how serious this job is that in a millisecond, your life can be taken. You know, like you said, you cash in that empty check, you sign that dotted line, you know, and 
and what and what we go home is I wanted to push push a message out there like hey it's not about you you know yeah. it's, it's about the guys to your left and right is your partners it's your families waiting for you back home you met your your best friends uh, uh, team members uh, children uh, mothers uh, wives you know we yeah. ate together we worked together we we did all that together you got to realize this is bigger than you this is not just about you it's it's about the community you serve it's about those guys, we got to come, you know, I, I want to just, we go home is basically to instill that message that, Hey, you got to be on top of your game and whatever it is, fire, police, law, uh, law enforcement, EMS, EMT, first responders, that yeah. it's, it's a, it's a job that is very, very dangerous that mm-hmm. you got to prepare and be at your peak level, right? Yeah. Be it your skill sets, uh, physical fitness, your mindset, uh, your your craft, whatever it is, be at the peak because adversity will come. It's not if it will come. Yeah. And when that de- and when that day comes, will you be ready? Because I've seen fat officers, I've seen soldiers that are out of shape because they you yeah. know they, they don't take pride, they don't have discipline, and you know they think their uniform is enough to deter crime, to deter like you know facing adversity. You're yeah. going to be in a big rude wake wake up call when you tell somebody to do something, they're going to tell you, fuck you. And they're yeah. going to want to fight you and you're yeah. out of shape. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, you have no skill sets that you don't, you didn't, let's say, for example, take jujitsu or anything that, that's able to, to assist you. And you're, you're going to be on your ass. You're going to be trying to call for help. And you're going to be like, Oh man, I hope I survive this. Yeah. And I, I want to push. And then I, I want to push that mindset mindset with we go home. Like, no, we don't rely on hope. Hope is for amateurs. We're professionals. We're going to, yeah. we're going to be at our peak because we understand that this is bigger than us. Once you understand that, that you, you know, it's about the, your guys to your left and right and, and the, their family members, your family members that are waiting for you back home, then you're going to be prepared because everybody has like majority of people have children, right? Everybody has kids. Don't do it for you. Do it for them. Yeah. Do it for them that you're, you're going to be in the best that you can possibly be to be able to serve your country and your community but for you to make it back home to your family because they are relying on you and they are waiting on you. So do it for them. And that's what we go home is. It's a big, uh, I wanted to bring the whole community together to, to, uh, to instill that message and one day build a foundation, uh, the we go home foundation so that I can assist the widows, unfortunate widows that lost their uh, members and service members or uh, law enforcement fire with their mortgages put their kids through college, uh, help pay for the injured build of those first responders, take those first responders back out, you know, who are dealing with PTSD, suicide, bring them together, talk about it, uh, you know, do events together to get the community together. So that's, to me, that's later on. I think that's, but that's what we go home is. Man, I love it, man. That's beautiful. That's good stuff. That's valuable stuff, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good, man. Um, so switching gears a little bit, man, what's up with this protein shake? I mean, this, uh, this, uh, 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 pre-workout, what you got coming, man, what's going on? I'm excited. So, so, uh, I, I little thing you guys didn't know, I'm a certified personal trainer. I got my certification through MPTI, which is a school I went through for a year. Yeah. Uh, then I got my NASM certification. So I have a little background in, in uh, being a, a physical trainer, uh, did that for about a year. Uh, yeah. something I was going to do and physical fitness was a huge part of my life because I grew up like a, a scrawny kid. Like I, I wasn't always like fit, you know, it's something that I had to work on constantly trust the process. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, so from the time I joined the regiment till now, uh, physical fitness is huge. And, you know, I felt like there was a big gap in, in, in the supplement industry where uh, it's ran by uh, civilians that didn't understand or trying to make a buck off the community. So I want, I just like, Hey, you know what? I want to create something that, that if, if people in the regiment, special operations and law enforcement and fire, that would be, uh, that would take, because I wanted to deliver something that was uh, transparent, fully dosed, uh, give the community something that is a bang for their buck that I'm not out here trying to make a dollar off our heroes. I wanted to give them something that they can be proud of taking, that it's really going to help them with their peak performance so that they can continue to do their jobs day in and day out. And so they can come home to their families. So that's where I created uh, this. Uh, it's our, um, so this is the first of many. I decided to release a pre-workout first. So this is, uh, we go home and this label, you know, like I said, it's paying homage to, to the military to guys that are, who served or the guys are doing stuff. And I thought it's a, it a cool label. Uh, so I, I did it. it. Is, man, it's 
it's a yeah, it's a matte multi-cam black background. Uh, you know, bronze foil. The the 18s. You know, they're they're glowing. But the most important thing, besides a cool label, is right. the importance of ingredients, right? Yeah. So I, I made so I made sure that everything was transparent. That I didn't because I've taken pre workouts in the past where they, these companies would like to put it under like a pump matrix, a, a, a strength matrix, or a blend matrix. And why they do that is uh, people don't realize the FDA. If you put a minuscule amount of in anything, you can list it in, in your product. So they don't have to put the full proper dosing that it'll be effective. Huh. So they'll 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 do like they'll fill it with fillers and a bunch of stimulants and they'll put like oh pump matrix you know and you won't know exactly how much they list. So what I did is like you know what fuck that I'm gonna list everything I put in there. So when guys look at the uh, the label itself, they were like okay, so I have for example just uh, I have six grams of BCAs in this and it's a two one one formula. So they know exactly how much they're getting. Oh, they're getting creatine, they're getting beta alanine, they're getting citrulline, and they know that it's a proper dose. And I made sure that it's at a proper dose. And instead of having supplement companies, they like to do something called stacks. So they'll, they'll, they'll try to maximize their profit by splitting things up. For example, they'll have a pre-workout. Yeah. They'll have an, an intra stack, which, is, which means that you'll take it in between your workout, which is a BCA, a branch chain amino acid. Right. And they'll have, like a, they'll have like a strength stack, which is like creatine. And yeah. they'll sell it to the consumers and that different bottles and you're going to spend way over stuff. Yep. And you're going to spend over a, well over a hundred dollars. And yep. you know, and I said it, I'm not going to do that. I, so I gave everything in the one. So nice. you're getting everything you're getting the BCAAs, you're getting the creatine and you're getting all the other awesome ingredients and it's all fully dosed and, 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 and at, at the right, right serving. And nice. a lot of companies nowadays, they like to do 20 servings or 25. I say, screw that. Make 30 servings great again. Thank you're getting 30 servings of this pre-workout. And it's my one of my favorite flavors, sour water, sour, uh, sour watermelon. So it tastes like a Jolly Rancher, man. I can't wait for you guys to try it. Dude, yeah, I can't wait to try it out as well, man. How we? Yeah. What's the uh, sugar and then caffeine level in that thing? So there's no sugar. Outstanding. Yeah, yes. yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. There's no sugar, so yeah. So it's less than t- ten calories altogether of awesome. accumulation of everything. So there, there's no sugar. Uh, uh, the caffeine is about 300 milligrams because you know I'm a big freaking uh, caffeine guy. You know I, I work at caffeine. I was smashing those bangs the other day, and I was like, Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, again, you don't you don't have to take a full scoop. Yeah, yeah. Work yeah. your way in. T- take half a scoop, which is 150 milligrams. Uh, so yeah, I just want to deliver something that it's like, cause I understand guys in our field and guys do in law enforcement, guys in the military, they, they work long hours and they're tired and they need something to, to pick them up at one, but eventually one day I am, I am going to do a version that's nonsense. nonsense. The guys who don't, yeah, but the next project is a protein. We're doing teening there right now. So, uh, just wanted to release a, a, a pre-workout right from the beginning Then expect the same quality the yeah. same transparency and the same yeah. uh, everything moving forward with the whole supplement line. Heck yeah. Well, I'm going to try it. I'm going to smash. I'm yeah. going to try it and uh, hopefully put some stuff out about it too, man. Cause I'm excited about what you're doing. That's I can't awesome. wait to get in your hands. I think you're going to, you're going to, you're going to appreciate the, uh, the ingredients I put in. And if you guys ever have any questions about how, what each of these ingredients do, it's on the website of where you can purchase it. I list out all the ingredients. What are the benefits? behind it and whatnot so you guys know exactly what you're you're putting inside your body and there's nothing hidden so that's what's up man i'm excited yeah. brother uh closing questions favorite quote or mantra yes favorite quote he who conquers others is strong he who conquers himself is mighty yeah that's, that's- and that's it it's the you versus you guys it's always been yeah, it's always been so. Mm-hmm. Don't you can't worry about the outside. Mm-hmm. It's about what's in the inside, you know. And I, one of my instructors in LAPD said something that really touched me, and I, I still use it to this day. It's like you can't control everything in life. There's things right. in life that happens that you have zero control over. But the one thing that you will always have control over is your fucking attitude. 
Yeah. At the win string, you get to play. So yeah. you versus you. How your attitude is when you face things in your life and adversity really matters. So, really? yep. No, that's beautiful, man. And it really does matter, man. It, it's, 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 there's so much I could say about that. And this Congress yeah. himself thing is Sun Tzu said it, Musashi yeah. said it, Buddha yeah. said it, Jesus yeah. said it. Every single yeah. one of them was like, yo, y'all need to get this. So it's, it's, it's one of the most important things to understand in life as you go through things, man. And um, guys, in police work, that's called a clue. <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah. Yes, conquer yourself and everything is easy that's the always that's the one thing that you're always going to battle is your inner demon be it uh being afraid well uh, being afraid to step out of your comfort zone oh you can't do this you can't do that why are you trying this oh don't even bother man you know mm-hmm. you conquer those inner demons yes you're and you're and you are going to set yourself up for so much success it's not even funny dude you just start to operate and think at a different level yeah, 100%. No, that, that's, that's, and then you meet other people that are yeah. on the same path and you guys can connect on that different yeah. level because they're rare. Yeah. You meet somebody yeah. who's on that level, you're like, boom, you're like instantly brothers. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah. Yo, math, like, you yeah. know how to work hard, like, you're getting after It's like instantly yeah. you're like, yo, that dude's yeah. cool, you know, and you might spend every day by yourself in your garage grinding in your office and you meet another person that's on their path and it's like, boom, yeah. that's like a brother in the game, man. That's how I yeah. feel about it. Like we were talking on this last op, I was like, this dude yep. got it. That's what's and like. to piggyback on, on what you say, who you hang out with, Matt. Yeah. Believe it or not, who you hang out with is gonna affect your life. Yeah. You're hanging out with people who are lazy, who who wants to get drunk and get high all day and go to clubs and holler at girls. That's yeah. the type of people, that's a mindset you're gonna adapt. Yeah. I always try to find somebody who's better than me yeah. to be surrounded, because that's gonna push me to be better. You know, if you think about an MMA fighter. When they're preparing for that one fight for that against his, his opponent, he's not going to go train with somebody on his same level. He's going to seek out better coaches than mm-hmm. than what uh, than his craft to better himself. Be it boxing, jujitsu, judo, yeah. muay thai, they're going to seek the best of each instructors. Why? Because we understand steel sharpens steel. That you, to, for you to be at a peak level to perform at a peak. Uh, uh, to be a peak performer, you have to always surround yourself with people who are better than you. So who you hang out with freaking matters 100% guys. And, and if the crowd that you hang out with now laughs at your dreams or, or talks you down or, or you are, all you're doing is the same shit day in, day out, you need to evaluate who the hell you're hanging out with. Yep. Rule of fives, man. Your life will only elevate to the level yep. of your five closest friends. And yep. that's what I spend most of my time with audiobooks and banging yep. on my <laughs> yep. yep. That's, that's I don't me. listen to music anymore, bro. Like the audio book, <laughs> podcast. Yep. Things are gonna better my life. I'm I'm always yep. constantly listening to, to those to those G's who the peak performers. That's who I'm listening yep. to. Yeah. I'm not yep. listening to Lady Gaga or anybody else on the damn fucking you know radio. You know they, that's 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 nothing. Yeah. You that's know? Man. I'm the same way, man. No, hundred percent. Uh, that's 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 a hack that's a life hack and then leading into our next question man a habit or ritual or something people can implement into their lives that uh can make them better or better protectors or that they should look at doing you know yeah absolutely and i think this goes with anything do things that are hard do things that are hard to do things that are hard until it becomes easy doing the do the little things that are uncomfortable until it becomes comfortable seek out those and it's it's a those are the little building blocks that are going to build your character into whatever you want to do. When I go to a grocery store, I don't park. I don't look for a parking like everybody else to park in the front. I park all the way in the rear, the furthest away I park where there's no cars, not because I'm scared of people, but I realize like, Hey, people are so comfortable. They want to be the nearest to the freaking convenience store so they can walk the least. Fuck that. I want to park as farthest away from everybody. I'll walk the furthest because those little <laughs> things matter. You know, even simple as like you, those are like, they don't understand. It's like little uh, training cues that you, you build into your body. It's just going to lead to everything else. When I'm done with my shopping cart, I don't just find a place and just shove it. I'll bring it back to where it belongs. I'll put it neatly into the spot. Little things like that, you know, like trash that's in the floor. I'll pick it up. 
stuff like that, you know, build, build the habits of doing things that you don't want to do. And it's going to lead to things. It's going to lead to anything else you do in life. It's going to be easy. Yeah. I, I always, I always do like, like before I used to hate doing bed lifts. Yeah. Now I love doing bed lifts. Yeah. I, I pick the hardest things that I don't want to do and I make it to the things I want to do. And that's the one thing. It's easy to work on your strengths, work on your weaknesses, work on things that you don't want to do. Make your bed in the morning. Simple as like, get up, make your freaking bed. That's already one thing you already accomplished in your daily routine. And that's just going to steamroll to other things. To me, uh, I, that's what the first thing I do in the morning. No matter how old I feel, whatever, I make my bed, I make it neat. Boom. One, one thing already accomplished. They already started today by making my bed. And that's just going to lead to everything else. I love it, man. This is some good stuff we've hit uh, in this interview, man. This is some good stuff. And then uh, finally... What's it all for, man? How would you like to be remembered? I don't want people to remember me as, as oh, Trung, uh, Army Ranger, or SWAT dude. I don't give a shit. It's not about me. Mm -hmm. I, I, want, I want to be remembered as somebody who helped other people in their lives to, to, for them to see their goals, for them to go out there and be like, hey, thanks to you, I, I, I sign up and I joined the military. I raised my right hand to be a police officer. I, I pursued my career. And now I'm, I'm a pharmacist. I, I, you know, that's what I want to be remembered. It's somebody who affects other people's lives to, to make that change, to help them to, to, to whatever way I can. So that's how I want to be remembered, man. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about my, what I've done in the past. You know, that's not who I am. You know, that's why in my tags, I don't put RLTW, which is Rangers Sleep Away. I don't put hashtags like SWAT. I don't do any of that shit anymore. It's not like I don't, I'm not proud of my accomplishments or I'm, I'm not proud of what I, what I've, I've done, but that's not, that's ego. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not here pounding my chest like, oh, I'm freaking Trung when Army Rangers watch. I don't give a shit about that. I want you to know me as a human being. If you respect me as a human being and if you could find uh, inspiration and be an aspire from how I am, how my work ethic is and how I live my life, then I've done my job. Yep. So that's it, man. I love it, brother. Well, we're connected. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah interview man so good this is like this this is like really high quality free information i hope everyone takes it seriously you know uh and then what are you up to these days where can people find you so um obviously my my instagram tag if you guys want to follow it you guys don't have to, to me followers you know and I'm, I'm not chasing followers or anything like that uh but you can find me on trung t-r-u-n-g b as in boy win n-g-u-y-e-n that's my Instagram tag, or you could follow my company, a we go home. So yeah. we're, we're going to, we're doing, I'm, that's what I'm concentrating all my energy on right now is my company, because I want to like build that foundation we're talking about and uh, working towards building this massive facility one day where I can fly veterans, uh, fire police out and have them train for free. Uh, take them, you know, talk to them, sit down have a conversation if anybody's dealing with PTSD or thoughts of suicide or anything like that, just get, bring the community together to build a better uh, life for everybody. Cause if their lives are great and, and they're doing great things, it's just going to ripple effect. It's just going to affect everybody else. People they look up, well, the people that look up to them, their family members. Awesome. So, That's yeah. me. I love it. Good stuff, man. Thanks so much. And we'll put, get all those links and it'll all be in the show notes as well. So fantastic, brother. Thank you so much for your time, man. This has been tremendous and uh, man, good luck with everything you're doing. Glad we're connected. We're going to do some more cool yeah. stuff. And, uh, thank you. Yeah, man. I can't wait to, I can't wait to uh, see you again, bro. You're a great dude. I highly respect you. You're doing a lot for your community. You're doing a lot, you know, and, and, and dude, keep getting after it. Cause I love seeing people win. You know, to me, if I see my friends win, I see strangers win, it makes me happy. I don't see that as, as, as hatred or jealousy. You know, that's one thing I think people need to battle. Another inner demon, you versus you, it's jealousy and hatred. You know, yeah. once you battle that, you realize like, hey, the universe will give you what you put out. If you put out positive vibes, if you put out like positive energy, then that's what the universe is going to say. And I believe in that. They're going to be like, okay, this man's about seeing people win this man's about seeing people let's you know let's continue to give him that that vibe yeah. so to me you know if i every time i see you post something every time i see you do a course every time i see you do something great that's everybody else you know i'm like heck yeah dude it's, i'm inspired <laughs> that, that inspires me so much i'm like yeah man you know, he's getting after it I, I i feed off that so yeah man thank you so much man appreciate you
Thank you, man. And I think that's the ultimate mark of a man who's on the path, man, because you know how hard it is to do the things you're doing and trying to do. And when you see someone else win, you're like, God bless them, man. Hey, heck yeah, yeah, dude, it's great. It's like, you, oh, want, you want them to continue winning. The um, more people to win, the better, man. Right. Let's, let's build a society like, of winners, man. <laughs> you know? 100, man. Let's build a productive society. Let's everybody win. I want everybody win. That's, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I want everything about every, I don't, you know, you could make more money than me. God bless you. Keep continue yeah, doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would never sit back and, and, and be like, man, fuck him, he's making more of all, dude. I want you to win. Win. Yeah. Win. Please. That's so good. Awesome, yeah. brother. Thank you, man. This is been you. We're going to do some more cool stuff, man. I can feel it. And uh, Oh, absolutely. Thanks for being you, brother. All you right. too, brother. Boom. Boom. Yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, You'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, Anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, That helps. That helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.